Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. And welcome to another and TalkShoe.com. I'm your host, the illustrious Mr. Trivia, and joining me every week as usual, my co-host, my tag team partner, my best friend, the best in the business, sporting a new hat today, looking sharp, is my best friend, the co-host, the Nugster Greg, and Mr. 24-7 DJ. What's going on, guys? Hey, what's up? Not much. Hey, guys. Hey, just here, maybe DJ, you can say too. But I swear to God, it's like watching a Godzilla movie because your mouth is moving and the words aren't matching up <laughs> to what you're saying. Yeah, I was having a. There was. There has been some uh, volume issues at the start, but everything seems to be going okay now. I hope. Um, Raphael is tuned in. Thanks for tuning in, Raphael. So, guys, SmackDown is. Officially in the books. I thought it was an okay yep. show. Two and a half weeks away from WrestleMania. Maybe a little more, maybe a little less. Well, three weeks. Or three weeks. Three weeks. So. Three weeks. Technically, three weeks from yesterday. Yeah. So, you guys are ready? We can start talking about the show. All right. Who's leading off? Um, Mr. Trivia will start off tonight. Okay, so it started out with the fatal five-way to determine the number one contender for Gunther's Intercontinental Bout. It, it was the second time for David's first Karen Cross, which LA Knight, and Major Woods. Um, should you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay. okay, well, you kept freezing up on my end. No, uh, I'm just getting all pixelated. And- so, Jake, uh, you are up. Okay. Yeah, the Fatal Five Way was a pretty good match. I mean, I was surprised at the ending with the double pin, but I thought it was a really good match. I mean, it, it could have went either way. I really thought, you know, at one point, Sheamus and Drew were probably going to just, like, go at each other. But that kind of really... Uh, didn't happen. Everybody was just looking to grab an advantage. You know, like I said, it was for the number one contender for Gunther's title. I guess the way they, the way it ended was kind of strange, you know, like I said, with the double pin. And now they're going to have a match between um, Jameis and Drew McIntyre, I believe, next week to decide who's going to go. But I really do like Greg's Greg's take on it that it should be a triple threat match, and if they do, it's going to be a really great intercontinental title match if they do go the triple threat route. And uh, I enjoyed the match. I gave it a B plus. Okay. Who's going next, then? Um, DJ will go second. All right. 
Yeah, to me, I thought it was pretty good. Um, Kieran Cross, for some reason, to me, just... I, I wish they would let him look stronger, or I wish he would... I don't know if he can do something about it, something, but I'm just having trouble with Kieran Cross. I feel like he should be dominating. You know, I really do. And I and it's not what I've been seeing, so... I was a little disappointed there. I hoped he would. I hoped he would do a little bit better there. Um, L.A. Knight, I just love him. I really do. Every week, I like L.A. Knight more and more. I don't know why, but I just do. So I hope in the future here we can start seeing him kind of win so many type of matches. Um, but yeah, Drew and Sheamus. I mean, I figured they would fight pretty good here. So and I didn't really see much of that one either. Just a lot of face to face. Um, maybe saving it for next week. I don't know. Um, but I did kind of feel Drew and Seamus were going to end up somehow, you know, some way, shape, or form, it would be the two of them at the end. And it was. So it went the way I kind of thought it would. I gave them that to be. It was, it was really good to watch. Okay. Um, I'm up next. And I, I mean, I told Trivium, we were sitting here getting ready to watch SmackDown. About that match, I said, "Watch, it's gonna up, it's gonna end up with double pin with both Sheamus and Drew um, getting pinned at the same time, and that's exactly what happened." Um, I liked the match; it, it was, I thought, it was a really good match. Um, them not fully explaining why Xavier Woods was in the match instead of Kofi Kingston, just replacing him. Is a little weird to me. Um, in totally was reading, you know, stuff yesterday, reading articles saying that he is out um, five weeks with a shoulder injury, which means he won't be at WrestleMania. Why not just say it's a shoulder injury and, and call it a day? Um, kind of that one thing as well. They're not talking about it. Maybe they don't want to acknowledge it, and maybe it's a lot worse than they want to say. So who knows? Um, but I did like the match a lot. Um, liked it even a little bit more because I predicted the correct ending, and I don't predict much things right these days. Um, so I, I'm going to give it a little bit better than the B plus and give myself a self-imposed bonus and actually give the match an A minus. Okay. Raphael says good evening, fellas. Hey, no, good. At least he didn't swear this this time, calls gentlemen. I know. <laughs> All right. Um, after that, they announced that they were going to announce the first WWE Hall of Fame inductee. Um, and they came back and announced the inductee. Uh, DJ, why don't you take it away from here? It was a humongous surprise to me. I was like, wait, what? Not that I don't feel, you know, that he's worthy because he is 100% worthy of it. It was just so weird to see it happen right now. You know, I'm like, wait, what's going on? So now I'm kind of feeling like, well, maybe, you know, we're not going to see much more of Ray. Or WWE is just like, screw it, we're going to start putting people in who are still fighting. I don't know, but 
I don't mind it, I guess. It's fine. But I do still feel like there's old-timers that need to be put in here, like, you know, before some of the wrestlers now. So I was a little up and down with it, but I am okay with it. Ray deserves it 100%. Um, I mean, I don't – it is what it is, I guess. It's happening, you know, so I'm cool with it. I mean, I'm not going to not like it because, like I said, it's well – very well deserved, so I'm cool with it. I like it. Okay, now are you gonna take the whole? Oh, with the uh, judgment that, that happened afterwards with yeah. Judgment Day and everybody getting involved with that part, and then we'll do the match separate. Yeah. All right. Cool. Okay. So it kind of sucks that they kind of had Dom do all the stuff he said and all that. Like, it's okay with the storyline and all that, but I kind of felt like maybe they should have at least gave Ray this little moment here, I guess. I don't know. I wasn't really for it. I don't like... I hate dumbass Dom, so it's hard to get behind a lot of the stuff he's doing at the moment. Um, I like, you know, Legato and all... But as whatever phantasm, I like them guys. Weird seeing the other two, well, all three of them really as baby faces, but I'll get used to it because I, I, I do like uh, Santos a lot. So I like it, man. I like that they got raised back. It's cool to, it's cool to see, you know. And the whole thing was cool, except Dom, dumbass Dom would be my only downfall. B minus for the whole thing. Okay. Um. So right off the bat. I am going to um, graciously um, disagree with you. I don't think Rey Mysterio is worthy of going into Hall of Fame. I don't. No, not not ever. Eventually, after he retires, sure, let's put him in. But to put him in while he is still an active wrestler, to me, is undeserving of anyone. Um, if that's the case, then I mean, well, let's 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 just put um, let's see somebody that's active. Seth Rollins in next year um, with Becky, they can co-headline. No, it, it, it's stupid. He's an active wrestler. The only thing that makes me look at this it is they really don't have anybody that they feel worthy putting in the Hall of Fame. So let's put in a popular active wrestler. Why not the Miz? You know, he's older. I was trying to think last night, you know, Mike sitting here, I'm like, or when they announced, I'm like, well, why don't they, and I'm like, oh, wait, Edge is already in. Wait, blah, blah, blah. Well, wait, uh, okay, why not the Miz? He's Hall of Fame worthy, but he's still active. So you're not going to put him in. Or in if anyone. Yep. Well, and, and he'd be a good possibility because we don't know if he has a career left due to the surgery and the injury that he had. That would possibly be a potential, but not right in the stereo. I just don't get it, don't like it. I have a trouble dealing with the fact that with God Del Fantasma, who has been his heels in the WWE since the second they came into NXT, are now all of a sudden going to be the face. I'm not really buying that. 
And once again, I will disagree with you. I think one of the best parts of this whole segment was Dom. You know, saying that I can't believe they're putting it in. Oh, what did he say? Um, a broken down old man was being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Well, I mean, usually you are a broken down old man because you are retired and not active. Uh, and the reason why I'm starting to like Dominic so much is because of people like you, DJ, that hate him so much. And I kind of like that. I think if you hate him that much more, he's doing what he's supposed to be doing. He's A, getting talked about, and B, being relevant of some sort. So I didn't like it, I, but I will respect Rey Mysterio, um, and I'll give this a C. Okay. Um, I I agree and disagree. I agree that Rey Mysterio is definitely Hall of Fame worthy, but this isn't the right time. All the years I've been involved with wrestling and followed wrestling and watched it, I've never seen him put in an active wrestler, which kind of makes me wonder, Is are we getting to the end of the line for Rey Mysterio? Is this, you know, is WrestleMania going to be his swan song so to speak um i just read somewhere earlier today that the next inductee into the wwe hall of fame will be disclosed tomorrow night and it's going to be batista um but you know with dom i mean ray always went on went on record as saying he will not fight his son he will not fight his son well i think wrestlemania he's going to have to fight his son and when it gets to that point I really think Ray's going to explode on Dominic, and we're going to see a different Ray Mysterio. But like I said, as far as inducting him into the Hall of Fame, yes, he's definitely worthy. I was surprised. I mean, I was watching with Greg Friday night, and my chin was like, huh, Ray Mysterio already? And, but, you know, at least wait for him to, you know, ride off into the sunset with his career and then put him in. I think it'll be. A little bit more meaningful when they when they do that, but I gave it a B minus as well. And Dom is definitely playing a great role as the heel. I mean, when he when he went heel, that was a good role for him to play. So we'll have to see. Uh, hey, Mary, thanks for tuning in. I really think they're going to. Uh, go somewhere a lot further with Dominic in the month, in the weeks and months to come. I just looked up real quickly. Um, he signed a contract extension believed over the summer of 2020 for a three-year contract. So whether he is Decided that this is it after this contract and he's no longer going to be an active wrestler. Um, but yeah, that's that's what is you know listed online as, as his contract. So okay. maybe it is again. Um, who knows? Maybe this match against Dominic will be Rail saying, you know what? If I can't beat you at WrestleMania, I'll, I'll retire. And maybe that is just 
Last match, who knows? And the site that um, mentioned Batista had also said that there was a question arising as who was going to induct Ray. And Conan as well. Yeah, and I read Conan is going to uh, induct Ray. And one guy came out and said, well, why don't you have Ray induct Batista and then have Batista induct Ray? Because they used to be tag team champions. So Conan, I think, be a good cho- I think Conan will be a good choice. No, I mean, I, and if it is, but I would think Ric Flair and Triple H, but anyways. Um, we then went out to a six-man tag team match. It was Lucado Del Fantasma, Fantasma in his corner against Judgment Day with Rhea Ripley uh, in their corner. Uh, I get to go first with this. Um, considering... The wrestlers that were in this match, I, I consider a little disappointing. Um, didn't get anywhere near as much out of this match as I thought it was going to. It was just an okay match. <coughs> um, Ray dumped up Ray or whatever it is you call him. Um, got the win. Of course, he got the win. He's the one that's got to garner the most heat. Um, I mean, yeah, Rhea Ripley's already set, already set in stone as to what she's doing. I think we'll get Finn Balor set in stone as to what he's doing tomorrow on Raw. Nothing for Damian Priest, I guess. Um, and right now, nothing for, for Dominic. So it'll probably Dominic get a match. And um, Oh, shit. You still there, Mike? Yep. Okay, because I just got a post that you posted a new video. I know Never I was... got until after this was over. But oh, anyways, okay. um, it was nothing spectacular. Um, anywho, it was uh, a C match for me. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I kind of uh, agree with that as well. I mean, I think Legato Del Fantasma, like DJ said earlier, I don't know. I, I think they're better heels than they are going to be a face. I mean, if you want to have Santos go heel and then have the other two guys stay on as a face, uh, as a heel, I mean, and let um, Santos Escobar go as a face, let the other ones go as heels, okay, that's fine. I thought they bought a different aspect to the match. I, I thought the match was, it was okay. I mean, it wasn't... Uh, it wasn't great as far as Damian Priest goes and Dominic with WrestleMania. <coughs> I mean, I, I have no, no clue what, what they're going to do with that, but I gave the match a C plus. Okay. And Mr. 24-7. I also have C plus here. I thought, I like, I mean, I like the way that, the, that they work together, the two teams, you know kind of different styles a little bit, but it, it worked pretty good. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think I need to stop, maybe start to try to like Dom, I guess, a little bit more than I do. I'm just kind of being just biased, and I'm not really – I just hated the whole prison thing, and, that, and it ruined it for me. Yeah. I'm not yeah, that You know, and I'm not letting – the other stuff, you know, I'm not giving it a chance. So maybe I need to get rid of a little bit more of 
was like you said, it was okay. It was cool. It wasn't horrible. It wasn't great. But uh, C plus, I'll give it. I mean, I, I totally understand where you're coming from, um, because I I used to like the Miz well, but what he was really, 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 everybody hated him. Um, so I mean, I, I get it. I understand. Um, after that, there's a little backstage interview with Paul Hayden where he pretended to ignore Kayla, um, and then just literally gave a warning to Cody Rhodes that when he lost to Roman Reigns, he would have to acknowledge the Tribal Chief at WrestleMania. Um, after that, they then went to another tag team match, as it was the Viking Raiders with Valhalla. Against Braun Strowman and Ricochet, Trim, you're up first. Well, this was this was an okay match for me as well. I mean, I think Strowman and Ricochet they make a good team. You know, they complement each other well with speed and strength. But I mean, you know, you're going against the Viking Raiders. I even said to Greg, I said, "Oh my God, they actually got a victory." The Viking Raiders. I was I was surprised to see that. But um, it was. It was an okay match. I mean, I would I wanted to see it again? Nah, not really. I think they're kind of uh, maybe, in my opinion, I think maybe they're missing the mark a little bit with uh, Ricochet and Braun Strowman. I'm not saying I'm not saying you know give them tag team title matches and stuff, but you know they're they're doing what they can as far as the speed and their strength aspect of it go because what. Ricochet lacks in strength. You've got with Strowman. With Strowman lacks in speed. You got with Ricochet. But it was it was an okay match. I gave it a C plus. Okay. Did tribute? Did he go first twice in a row? And I was wrong. Mm. Uh, yeah, because he just went oh. last. Yeah, my bad. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> um, my bad. I don't know. DJ, uh, you're up next. I think you're after a trivia. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't mind the match. I, again, I, you know, we said it before. I, I really enjoyed watching um, Being that they faced the Viking Raiders, to me, it was like, it kind of sucked because the Viking Raiders need, needed to win, in my opinion. Like, they needed that win because... They weren't winning at all, and they should be kicking the living shit out of everyone. Um, so, the right team won, in my opinion. And the match was pretty good. I mean, you know, when you got Ricochet in there, and then now you've got three big dudes that can catch him for all the stuff he does, you know, it's awesome. It's awesome watching it. Because that boy goes crazy. So, all that was cool. I got beat down for the match. And, yeah, it was all right. Viking Raiders should have won, and they won. So, I'm cool with it. Okay. Um, first and foremost, I'm going to agree. That's exactly what I had was to be. Um, I did like the match. I could get behind the Viking Raiders against Braun Strowman and Ricochet, but the Viking Raiders need to continue a winning streak if they're going to be started to be taken seriously because they're – just they win, they lose, they lose, they win, they win, they lose, they lose, they win, they win, they lose, they win. They just seem like the, you know, 500, you know, epitome. They, they're, they're, you know, they don't lose a lot, they don't win a lot, but they win and lose. 
So they need, if they're going to consider them a strong, serious title contending tag team, they need to swing together wins. And against Braun Strowman and Ricochet, I mean, I think that would be perfect. Um, yeah, and like I said, I, you know, I, I like match a little bit better than, than uh, I didn't think that would be fun. Um, after that, we then had um, and take on she was backstage. She had asked that and Pierce um, for a match because she needed to prepare for WrestleMania. And me and Trivia were trying to think who they put her against. And it wound up being Shotzi. Um, I think I'm first for this one. So um, the match was okay. Um, I mean, it was Shotzi. I mean, it, it really was no other option. I mean, unless it was going to be Lacey Evans, who's gone back in the, the witness protection program, she been seen for a couple of weeks, maybe even three weeks. But there was really no true heel that they were going to put her against. Uh, they weren't going to rock, they weren't going to do Shannon Baylor. Um, obviously, it wasn't anything. All dancing toes on Raw anyways. So it just didn't know who they were going to choose it being Shotzi. Um, and Shotzi shows to me why she was very good at NXT. And that's about it. She just hasn't translated her accomplishments from NXT to the main roster. Um, the aftermath of, of Rhea Ripley coming out, um, and her and Charlotte, quote unquote, joined back and forth. It, if that's what you wanted to do, then you should have, I mean, say, had shots start to come out as soon as she got out of her tank, have Rhea Ripley brutalize her, and then come into the ring. It would be just as interesting. Um, even maybe even a little more interesting because it shows she beat about the person that was supposed to wrestle against Charlotte. Uh, I actually gave it a D plus. Okay. This match here, yeah. I, I I don't know. You know, like Greg said, you know, they put Shotzi in because who else? Who else were they going to put in? Um, Shotzi was she was okay in the match. I mean, I think she's getting just a little bit better each time. But I mean, this is Charlotte. You know, she wasn't going to beat Charlotte. She had a couple of um, couple of good segments in the match, and with Rhea coming out, making it interesting, you know, face to face with Charlotte. I really wish there might have been a little bit of physicality between the two of them, because I think that would have made their WrestleMania match a little bit more interesting if something had happened between the two of them. And you knew Shotzi wasn't going to win the minute she put the figure eight on her. That was that was all she wrote. But I mean, it is Charlotte and. I, I gave it a C minus. Okay. DJ. Um, so we knew, right, it was going to be probably a pretty quick match, and it was. It was pretty fast. I mean, we knew Charlotte was going to do it. I do like that it was, you know, basically 
I won't say a full-on squash, but what should have happened on Charlotte being strong, real strong, and come out with a strong victory, and that's what happened. And the fact that Ray was able to see it for most of it, was that, that round most came out beginning or not, I want you to came up, just to see how, you know, the big down the right. Even though it was shining, just what, you know, just, just make easy work of her. So, at that point, I like, um, seeing it just really strong, like, oh, B minus, I get for it. Okay. Yeah, according to what you have, uh, the nightmare ride as the queen went for a figure eight, it nearly distracted her into falling for a schoolboy. What the fuck is a schoolboy? A uh, schoolboy roll up. That's what I call the roll of death. Oh, a schoolboy? Yeah, well, they've been calling that for okay. a while. You just don't um, hear them use it too much. I've never heard of it. Oh, ever. But then again, we have been watching wrestling for what is it, 93 years now? 94. Have you been watching wrestling? 94. Okay. All right. Um, and then we went to what was the quote unquote main event of the show? Was Jimmy and Jay coming to the ring? Um, really, for what reason? I don't know why we're supposed to go to the ring. I thought it was. Why don't you lead us up because trivia can't seem to understand the order that we started with? So, all right. Um, I was curious to see what Jay was going to say. You know, his reasoning for, you know, how everything went down. And I liked his reasoning. You know, I mean, it was pretty much my family. You are not really, you're not my family. He said, this is my family and I have no choice. And that's true. You know, and the fact that he said, I didn't want to do it. And he said it more than one time. You know, you're just like, wow, this is really good. But I had to do it because this is my family and that's what we do. So it was great to me. I loved it. I'm okay with his, his reasoning for doing all that. Um, uh, yeah, I liked it. I mean, I... I didn't really, I didn't know if this was just them coming out to just kind of talk for a little bit and that be it. Um, but for what it was and what ended up happening, yeah, I'm all right with it. I liked it. Hopefully, hopefully the Usos, you know, come back strong now because even though I'd like to see these split apart there for a little while, it was nice to kind of see a little change. Now it's time to get them back together strong again, in my opinion. So, I gave the segment a B plus. I okay. Um, I guess I'll go next. We'll save trivia for last. Um, I mean, like I said, I mean, what I thought was going to happen didn't happen, so that made me confused. And Cody Rhodes coming down to quote-unquote, help Sami Zayn, I was confused. Um, I mean, the only part that I wasn't confused about, well, I wasn't confused, I was confused to why the wise man didn't come down with the Usos, because he's 
you know, the Wiseman. I mean, yeah, it's for Roman Reigns, but he's accompanied the tag team champs down. He's accompanied Solo and Jimmy, and so that was a little weird. And the only thing I got from this is, are they now going to change things up and really force feed us Cody Rhodes to wrestle both nights? That the tag team partner for Sami Zayn and the singles challenger for Roman Reigns hold all the belts to kind of put him at the proverbial top of the mountain and then become the true quote unquote face of WWE as being one half of the tag team champions and the WWE undisputed champion. If that happens, I will continuously throw up on myself. Um, and become probably a TNA of um, an impact faithful. Um, I'm sure uh, a streaming service somewhere I have shows impact wrestling um, because, I, I mean, I don't see how Cody Rhodes is even in this main event match, whatever. Well, that's another conversation for another time. Um, but, <laughs> you know, Sami Zayn attacking and and everything that went on, I'm going to give it a B minus overall. But there's just a lot of things I didn't get. Um, and I never thought I'd be disappointed that Roman Reigns didn't show up. But I was disappointed that Roman Reigns didn't show up. So, but I will at least be impressed. Right. And I definitely uh, agree with your grade there, Greg. A B minus. I think it would have been a lot more. My, I think my grade would have been a lot higher if we saw Roman. Um. Yeah, but the thing with Cody Rhodes is kind of confusing as well because, I mean, I, I don't think we're going to see him both nights on WrestleMania. I still agree with your analogy about having um, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Sami and KO. Sami and KO against uh, the Usos. And the thing that I'm going right. to ask you guys is, do you think after – if and when, probably at WrestleMania, that the Usos lose the title, do we see the Usos going face? And it's, I wouldn't mind. it's a thing where, I don't know, that's going to be something interesting for WWE to work on, but I I enjoyed the promo, but I could have done without Cody coming out. You know, with Sammy, you know, Sammy was going to come out because he has major issues with the bloodline. But I gave it a B- minus as well. Yeah, I mean, the only thing as far as the Usos turning face, I think the bloodline literally has to crumble and fall apart for that to happen. Um, and I, I, I don't know if I think I've said it before, I think the first, excuse me, true member of the bloodline to defect from the bloodline is Solo. Okay. I just see him eventually just getting the point as to where the reason why he doesn't say anything, you know, maybe a segment where Roman says, because, you know, the bloodline has failed them because the Usos lost the title and Paul Heyman couldn't protect, protect the title and Solo, you never say anything. What do you got to say now? And like push him. What do you got to say now? And push him. And then Solo turn and just give him the, the Samoan spike and say, that's what I've got to say. And then walk away. That would be the first 
sign to me that the bloodline's coming apart. So I would personally, I would think, or I could see it as Solo being the one to defect from it. Alrighty. Yes, overall, I mean, it wasn't as good as last week's SmackDown, but it was okay. Um, I'll give the overall a C plus. Okay. Um, yeah, I definitely agree with the great Greg. Uh, a C plus is what I had written down. Definitely not as good as last week's uh, SmackDown. So C plus is my overall grade. Okay, DJ. Yeah, I got B minus. Um, wasn't all great, but it wasn't all bad. So I got B minus. Okay. Alrighty. And that is our SmackDown recap for this past Friday. And uh, now we're on the road to WrestleMania. But before we get to the road to WrestleMania, we have to make a stop at Nuggies News. So, Greg, take it away. All right. Thank you very much, Mike. Um, first, I'm going to pick up. I told Mike I have like nine articles that I had bookmarked for Nuggies News. Um, but I have eliminated three or four of them, so obviously it's not that long. But the first one you know, you go through, it says, these superstars are guaranteed to lose at WrestleMania 39. So quite frankly, I'm going to keep that. They've listed four superstars. Um, and I'm going to give you these. And just do you agree or disagree that they are guaranteed to lose? First one they list is John Cena. I agree. I don't. I agree. Yeah. I agree also. I, I mean, I mean, unless you want to have Cena come in and like teach that, you know, teach the little punk a lesson and take his title, he'd have to give it back to next night or something because he ain't going to be here to, to run with this title. So I feel, yeah. Agreed. You're gonna have to lose. Okay. Um, I also agree he has to lose. Um, but I don't know if I would be able to guarantee it. Um, I know somebody once got follow a lot of different um, influencers on social media. One of them said that just to teach theory lesson, he was gonna win the title. To an open title challenge against anybody in the locker room but Austin Theory. To make it very clear, he's the only one that he won't do the open challenge to. And then Johnny Gargano was going to come down to the ring. And then he was going to say, okay, you accept, uh, I'll accept the challenge. Okay. Um, and then he was immediately going to tap out and not do anything and give him the title and say, Teach that boy the lesson. And now was gonna be his involvement. I like that storyline, so I'm like, okay, you know, I've not seen it a win, but yeah. I think it's pretty much a guarantee that he's going to lose. Yeah. The next one. Well, I guess I should say they listed five superstars, because this is the tag team of the Usos. Um Yeah. I gotta go with yeah. I mean we're ready, like I think we've been saying it for a while here. We're ready to see some other champions here. So, yeah, I'm going with, yes, they got to lose. Okay. Mike? 
Yeah, I, I would say it's about time for uh, the Usos to drop the titles, you know, put it on another tag team. So I, I would say, yeah, they're going to lose. Yeah, I agree that they're guaranteed to lose. Um, and I don't care what tag team it is. They can put them against, uh, what was that? Uh, they had that Mexican midget wrestler um, that feud with Hornswoggle. They can put them in a tag team, and I would still want the Usos to lose. Next in the list, guaranteed to lose, Omos. Trip? Mm, I wouldn't say guaranteed to lose, but I think he's going to lose. If that makes any sense. Um, well, well, Art, the, the, I do agree that he's guaranteed to lose or not. No. Okay. No, I don't think he's guaranteed to lose. All right, DJ. Man, it's a tough one. This one's a little bit tougher than the other ones, I think, because you think about it, and it's like, yeah, he's definitely not beating Brock Lesnar. Like, there's no way in hell. But is there? I mean, they're having the match, so it's like, I don't know if I could say guaranteed. I don't know if I could. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. To me, 100% is guaranteed. Not 98, not 99, 100%. And I'm not 100% certain that Omas is going to lose. Um, so, you know, yeah, we were, were we 100% certain that Brock Lesnar was going to beat Bobby Lashley? No, and he didn't. He kicked him in the nets, and he no, he lost, so I'm not 100% certain that he's going to lose. I think at the end of it all, be all, no matter how it is, Brock Lesnar will get the better of him, but I don't know if that's going to be after a big year after a sore losing thing. Yeah. And the last one that they list, Charlotte Flair. Uh, as much as I hate to see it, I say yeah. Guaranteed to lose? Yes. No. I'm not, I can't never go against Charlotte, even though I I think she should definitely lose. But I can't agree with a guarantee. Okay. I, I As much as I'd like to say I guarantee it, once again, I'm 98% certain that Rhea Ripley's going to win. But there's just that little thing that, that actually maybe went from nine from two percent chance of winning to five percent chance of winning was in their promo this this um smackdown. Um just not and, and another part of it is I just don't know that WWE is ready to split up judgment day. I mean if Rhea Ripley wins, she's the SmackDown women's champion. So I mean, if she's dumb pop with her, then that leaves Finn and Damian Priest on Raw and Dom and Rhea on SmackDown. I think that's the end of Judgment Day. And I think right now, I mean, after the bloodline, the Judgment Day is the best faction going. Yeah. So, um, have a list here of matches. Now, these aren't all confirmed matches, but these are. Five matches 
that could be considered for the night one main event. Um, so of these five matches, just, I mean, quite simply, yes or no? You think these matches could end night one? Um, the first one they list is Edge versus Finn Balor, but in a hell in a cell. Only. Yeah. Hell in a cell match, I can see it. Yeah. No. Okay. No. No. Okay. I think for WrestleMania to close out night one, night two, got to be some kind of title match. In my opinion. Okay. All right. Well, the next one they left is Dolph Ziggler versus Mustafa Ali. No. Well, I'm just saying that yeah. because you have no idea what the other four matches are. The other four matches quite easily could be crappier matches. Right. No, that's so, not. That will not close that, out. That's not one of the matches listed. <laughs> that's not. Okay. The next one they list is Seth Rollins, Logan Paul. Um, this is what if we can see him happening, right? Is that how it is? I keep forgetting. I'm sorry. Well, the thing there for these matches, they ran them five to one. Um, in the possibility of closing out night one of WrestleMania. Now it has been officially announced. That Seth Rollins and Logan Paul will be night one. No other match is designated as, as as night one or two except for this match. And it's basically, from what I read, it's because Logan Paul isn't available on Sunday, but he's available on Saturday. So, then yeah, I mean, to me, I can see it all happening on, I mean, these ones that we've said so far, I can see them all happening to, to close the show. Until we see the exact matches, you know, I can see all of them. All of them. Okay. Um, the next one, Gunther versus Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus in a triple threat intercontinental title match. I can see that close now, night one. I was going to say, Trip, that is your title match. Yep, I agree. Okay. The next one they list, Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley for SmackDown Women's Championship. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, definitely. The Usos versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship. I can see that as yeah. well. Yep. Okay, now I'm going to throw the bonus in there. Which one of those five, and it's a two-part, do you think... WWE will do, and which one of those five would you put as the last match? Uh, which one do I think WWE will do? Yes. Um, I'd say the Usos match. Okay. Which one would I like to see? Charlotte and Rhea. Okay. DJ? I almost got to say that I really think it will be Charlotte and Rhea. And I would like it to be the Usos. Okay. Um, 
as much time as they put into this bloodline storyline, and as if this is where the bloodline starts to crumble, I think the ending of night one almost has to be the Usos losing the same as Anna Kevin Owens. Um, the match that I would like to see close out the show of night one of these five would actually be that same match. Um, yeah, I'd love Seth Rollins, but I want to see him open up night two. But I know he's going to be at night one, so okay, let him open up night one and have the triple threat match. <sighs> no, he said, well, yeah, have the triple threat match open up night two. And then you could see in theory night one to have the you know, evening, spreading out of the titles over the two nights. Um, and speaking of the U.S. Championship, um, do you think John Cena is elevating or burying Austin Theory ahead of, of Austin Theory's career, quote-unquote, career-defining match at WrestleMania. DJ, what do you think? Man, after the promo, man, I'm almost tempted to say he's freaking burying him, but I can't see that being the reason why he's here. So I think, you know, when it's all said and done, he's elevating Austin Theory. Yeah, I agree. I think John C. was bought in to put Austin Theory over. Um, so I believe he's going to be, it'll be to elevate Austin Theory to the next level. Yeah, and I, I agree. Um, I think win, lose, or draw, no matter what happens in the match, John Cena will put over Austin Theory as a credible opponent. Um, <clears throat> just a couple other quick notes here. Um, it is, once again, John Cena's schedule has been confirmed. Um, he did wrap up, as I said, he did wrap up this filming of his movie a week earlier. That's why he was able to come back to aid in this buildup. Um, this was supposed to be the storyline, but it was potentially going to be the Monday Night Raw before um, WrestleMania. And he's not back to work as quickly as first in, as first thought. It was thought that literally the, he might be able to do the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania, and then, but he doesn't have to be, uh, he's not due to start filming his movie until April 17th. That Monday um, is when he's supposed to start filming, so he does have a couple weeks. Um, Kobe Kingston, it's been reported that he does have a shoulder injury. Um, it happened on that suicide dive that Drew McIntyre did. He landed on Kobe, which I know I saw it. I'm like, oh, geez. Um, and he did pull something in his shoulder. Ideally, um, rest and relaxation for four to six weeks should self-heal the shoulder. Um, but by one website said he was going to be out five weeks, but there still is the potential for him having to have surgery, which put him out past SummerSlam. And then the last bit is we've noticed 
what I've noticed. Um, other than Lacey Evans, which you've all noticed. Um, not being around are on SmackDown, Sonya Deville, and Raw, Alexa Bliss. Um, Sonya Deville, uh, a couple weeks ago, had gotten pulled over. She had a firearm in her car. There was a question about the firearm, whether it was the type of firearm that she couldn't carry or wasn't supposed to be carrying. So she got herself in a little legal trouble with that. And I think WWE's just kind of kept her off TV as like a little punishment. They do expect her to have, um, expect her to make appearances on SmackDown before WrestleMania. So obviously that would have to be this next SmackDown and maybe the SmackDown after. And it has been reported by Dave Meltzer that Alexa Bliss is on hiatus. Uh, Mike, you're off camera again. Now. Oh, sorry. Sliding over. Um, and she has responded on Twitter saying, hey, you only see on social media what I want you to see. I am not on hiatus. She said, WWE knows exactly where to find me. And when the timing is right, the story will continue. So, once again, Good old Dave Meltzer. Great morning. Yeah. Uh, and that is Nuggies news for today. All right. Uh, guys, guys, before before I give out my... Stop, stop, stop. One second. I need to go on with this. Reset to the next segment. And trivia. What do you got for us today? Okay. Uh, I have one show to report right now, and that is back in person. Say something, you know, well, before, blah, 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 so what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say, before I went into my um, indie report on these matches, I had to take a quick break for a quick second. So if you bear with me, I will be right back in a quick second. Okay. I mean... He can just tell us that he's got to go pee. <laughs> Doesn't have to, you know. Um, um, there was something I wanted to ask you, know, uh, what was yeah, it? It was, oh yeah, so if Cena, if, it's, if he really has a couple weeks after, maybe he does win and kind of maybe have a week or so of or two weeks maybe of open challenges or something. Just to kind of put him in his place, you know? I don't know. I wonder. Yeah, I mean, if, if that storyline goes through, I mean, he could do an open challenge, boss, Derek could come out demanding his rematch, and then see that, you know what? You haven't earned your rematch, and step out of the ring for a 10 count. Yeah, yeah on the third win, then he doesn't lose his title. You know, <laughs> that for a couple weeks yeah i didn't know he had that time so now i'm kind of thinking about it like oh. okay guys i just want to apologize for taking off there for a quick minute i have to make a quick pit stop and um i'm back to give you a, a tough and talented back in torrington on april 22nd doors open at 5 30 p.m Bell time is at 6. Tickets are $25 front row, $15 general admission. 
some of the matches that have already been signed for the two TW title, Elijah Six versus Little Greatness versus the winner of the Big Jim Anderson Cup, Stevie Legend. Also, the two TW United States title, we'll see Clipper Jones defending against Landon Hale. The two TW tag team title will be on the line as the stepdads will go against the tag team that, you know, Greg and I have seen a couple times in the past, Hustle and Muscle. We've seen them at a couple of PAPW shows. The two TW Undisputed Championship will be defended as Bull Dread will take on newcomer Brute Van Slyke. Don't know anything about this gentleman. I'm going to do some research on him to see, you know, what, what he's like. Then they also have the ladies title, which is Delilah Hayden versus Rihanna Black. And a special challenge match. As Randy Sean, who I've seen wrestle numerous times under the name of Jay Busta, Randy Sean will go against Ryan Frost. So that will that is two TW that is Cup and Talented Wrestling, April twenty second in Torrington, Connecticut. Like I said, the doors open at five thirty. The bell time is at six p.m. And one other special announcement I have to make. It's FanFest 8 is returning to the Crown Plaza Hotel at, at 801 Greenwich Avenue in Warwick, Rhode Island. And that will be in June. The who's who of professional wrestlers, managers, valets, everybody will be at this show. So I, I, was, I was fortunate enough to go to FanFest 5 with Mario Mancini, and it was amazing. I mean, I, I. That's what Chevy Frey. What? Yeah, that's what Chevy Frey. Yeah. You ever see that little black man yep. comment on Chevy Frey? That's where it was at Chevy Frey. Yep, and I was fortunate enough to meet Zeus, Goldberg, Scott Hall, Kelly Kelly. I mean, the list went on and on for the wrestlers that were there. Um, I'm going to try and get in touch with the gentleman that's in charge of it, Mr. Joe Bruin, to have him come on the show as a guest to talk about FanFest 8. Uh, Joe and I, have, you know, we, we go back quite a ways from the FanFest, so definitely going to talk with him about possibly making an appearance on the show to discuss FanFest 8. So when is it again? That is in June. You don't know when. I, I, believe, I believe it's the 20... The 24th of June. I know it's the last weekend in June. So I'm, def I'm definitely going to uh, talk with Joe, see if we can get him on there. But, I mean, it's just amazing. The Crown, they do a great job. They have the meet and greets. You can buy tickets to they – have, they have a booth there where, uh, like, if Goldberg's going to be there, they'll have, a lot of, they'll have people go buy tickets just to meet Goldberg. Or they'll have a, a package where you can pay a certain amount of money to meet everybody there, get pictures taken, autographs, you know, just hanging out with the guys. I met Jim Cornette, great, awesome guy to talk to, especially with his tennis racket. So, Is this the New England? The New England Fan Fest, yes. Fan Fest 8? Yes. 
Yeah, you me this is Friday, July 28th, oh. Saturday, July 29th. July 28th, okay, I apologize. All right, July 28th, and it's definitely a great show. So anybody out there that wants to check it out, it's going to be at the Crown Plaza Hotel in Warwick, Rhode Island. It's an all-day event. Definitely want to check it out. Both, both days, all-day events. Um, yeah, right now it shows that... Uh, <laughs> Day one or night one, as you may want to say, um, it's thirty-five dollars a ticket. Oh, wait a minute! This is Rose. Okay. So, all right. So we are on the road to WrestleMania. Well, quick. Do they do like an induction ceremony one night, and then the actual fan fest on Saturday? Yes. Okay. So the tickets were uh, were for the, the Hall of Fame ceremony. Yes. It started $35. And this year, a former Top Rope Report guest who appeared on the show will be inducted into the fans, into the New England Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame this year with the induction of Mr. Barry Horowitz. So, okay. want to congratulate Barry for uh, being inducted into the New England Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame this year. Is he from New England? No, he's he lives in Florida. So, but why they why they're putting him into the New England fan fest is beyond me. But same reason, same reason they put wrestlers from NWA, right? WCW so and wherever true. else in the WWE Hall of Fame. But I've had on the back with So, yeah. So WrestleMania coming up. We got uh, eight matches, I believe. Right, Greg? The same eight as our last show. Yep. Nothing added on SmackDown. Nope. Um, well, we were getting the official opponent of Gunther, but we didn't get that. Right. And we're probably not going to get that until Friday, so I don't know. Um, I really don't know what's going to be going on for Raw this past, uh, tomorrow night. I haven't really heard any, any matches. I know they're going to have... Uh, just read all matches and segments to me when you were sitting in my recliner this weekend. Oh. Oh, must have forgotten then. My bad. Sorry. Sorry about that. Wait, you forget? Senior, senior moment. I have them from time to time. There. So, um, according to this, um, Oh, I know what happened. Okay. No, I don't have it. I thought I had it right there. Oh, okay. Last preview. Mr. Trivia is going to send a uh, a hello out to Mrs. 24-7. We hope, we hope she's doing well. Oh, hello, Jess. Is everything okay? Yeah, I'm just saying hello. He never said just hello to Joe. So, what made you decide to say hello to Mrs. Twenty Four Seven? It just popped into my head. You just like her more than Joe. That's all. Oh, no, Joe, 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 Joe's through the numerous streaming services. <laughs> Joe, Joe's a great dude. I I love Little Nugget. He's an awesome guy. 
Yeah, I think I may suggest to him. Just because, I mean, yeah, he's little nut, but only by name. There's nothing little about him. Um, he's a 30-year-old man. Um, as if he wants to try and come up with his own nickname. Yep. Uh, I know it, it'll take a little while to get used to. It ain't nothing like that, right? I got a question for us. Can we see there not being a a clear cut winner at this Jameis and Drew match coming up? Like, maybe? Like, because I don't want to see a triple threat match, but do you, like, I can almost see this, that's what's about to be happening. Well, I think think that's going to make the triple threat match, is not having a clear cut winner. This way, Adam yeah, Pierce is going to be like, well, you know, we had this match to determine the one-on-one opponent for Gunther at WrestleMania for the IC title, and we couldn't get a clear winner, so we're just going to put the Boltheas in the match and make it a triple right. threat. Yeah, I so, feel that's what we're going to see, too. It's going to be a banger. <laughs> Definitely. A banger. There, there was a, a live event this past weekend. Um, the night before the return of Axe Cardinal, which I think is tonight. And the first match listed, Braun Strowman and Ricochet defeated the Viking Raiders. So it's already, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. What's this 50 50? Um, yeah. Lynn Morgan defeated Shayna Baszler in a street fight. I'm sorry, but if Morgan fought Shayna Baszler in a street fight, Shayna Baszler should destroy her. I mean, destroy. No rules. Right. They'd be be shoveling live off the map with a shovel. Right. The Miz came out to the ring and started talking about Rey Mysterio and his induction. Santos Escobar came out to defend Rey. Um, and then Santos Escobar defeated the Miz. Rey Mysterio, Drew McIntyre, and Sheamus defeated the Usos and Solo Sokoa. Okay. Sami Zayn ended up coming out, uh, which helped Rey pick up the win for his stadium. Um, Giovanni Vinci and Ludwig Kaiser defeated Joaquin Wild and Del Toro. Joaquin Wild and Del Toro and the other members of Ludato Del Fantasma. Bianca Belair, Asuka, and Candice LeRae. She has a shoulder injury. Defeated no. Gavin Chukwu. And then in the WWE United States Championship match, Austin Theory defeated Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins was pushed into the referee, which caused him to go down. A new referee came out and declared Theory the winner by disqualification because Rollins hit the referee. So yeah, that was a lot of it that I just came across while I was looking for a raw for tomorrow. And you see, this is weird because Greg had just said that it was Bianca Belair, Asuka, and... uh, who was the third one? Candice LeRae. Candice LeRae. Yeah. 
Bianca and Asuka are going at it at WrestleMania, so that's going to be. Uh... But they were going against damage control. Oh, okay, but yeah. It's obvious that Asuka and Bianca are both faces. Yeah. So yep. Last look for Chelsea Green invites Adam Pierce to watch her snatch. What? <laughs> what? Oh. oh. Chelsea Green invited WW authority figure Adam Pierce to watch her snatch WW Raw Women's Champions. Um, Bianca Miller's brave on Raw tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Now it's a little bit more clear. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and yeah. I mean, there's five sites that I would go to, and I don't see anything. Um. Yeah, for a raw preview for tomorrow. Okay. Um. Oh, they're, they're releasing NCAA brackets, and UConn's a bench. UConn is a four seed. I don't know how, how that happens. Okay. Um, they, they, they're got to be the highest number four seed of the four seeds because they play potentially would have matchup um, to get to, get to the Elite Eight um, with a matchup against Kansas, who's the lowest number one seed. So, anyways. All righty. Yeah. So, I also, I read an article. Okay. I didn't put it in Nuggets News because I figured we'd be talking about potential Hall of Fame inductees. Um, for whatever pool, he may or may not have um, in quote-unquote suggested selling. Hulk Hogan wants the um, Fabulous Rujos? Fabulous Rujos? Yep. To be this year's tag team inducted into the Hall of Fame. Thoughts on the floor. <laughs> DJ? I can't even, I don't even, I mean, I I remember the, who they are, but I can't even really remember a lot of the stuff they did, so. Yeah. I don't know. Jacques Rougeau become the Mountie? Yep, Jacques Rougeau became yeah, the Mountie. That's, all, that's yep. all I remember them. I don't remember them as a, really as a tag team. I knew he was from the tag team. I don't even know what his brother's name was. Jacques and Raymond Rougeau. They were former WWE Tag Team Champions on a couple of occasions. Um, good, They were a good tag team back in their in their era, the Attitude Era. And, I mean, I think that they're going to be running out of good tag teams only because Demolition is still not going to be put in the WWE Hall of Fame. Were they also the Quebecers? They were the Quebecers right. as well, yep. Okay. All right. That I remember. Yep. That I remember, yeah. Um, one one tag team that I believe should be eventually inducted into the Hall of Fame is the Natural Disasters, Tugboat and Earthquake. Um, the Midnight I, Express got to go in already. Yeah, I think I, know, I think the Midnight Express will go in this year. I so, hope. Yeah, but they don't have the endorsement from the immortal Hulk Hogan. Yeah, true. But what does that? Would that? Could that? carry any weight with anybody's decision or is it okay yeah fucking Hulk Hogan who cares <laughs> well it, it could carry some weight but maybe a little but I figure 
the reason he was saying the Rougeaus is because they're not going to put demolition in, which I think is an injustice right now until they can finally get this uh, concussion lawsuit protocol taken care of. Because for most of you people who don't know, demolition is a, is a part of that. And for some strange reason, Vince McMahon uh, is not putting anybody in the WWE Hall of Fame as part of that protocol. But um, the Rougeaus, well, yeah, they, they were good back in their day. So, you know, they had multiple, um, like Greg said, you know, yeah, they were the Quebecers. You've already got Luke and Butch, Bushwhackers. You've already got them in the tag team. Yep, you've got the Hart Foundation. So back then, I, I, I can see them, you know, going in on, on Hogan's endorsement. So. Well, why don't they put the Usos in? Yeah, they're still active. They can put them, they can, they can put them in. <clears throat> so, but yeah, I mean, I believe the um, um, celebrity will be definitely Cindy Lauper because that's going to be one that they've talked about. So, but I mean, as far as the old school people go, I mean, I really don't know you know, who they're going to put in. Like, oh, Greg knows my feeling. I'd like to see Sid go in, but there was some talk. He's not going, he's not going in before Lex Luger, damn it. <laughs> so, but, yeah, so. If you want to put people like that in, I think they should have the Hall of Okay, or the Hall no. of Missed It, or Barely Missed It, or some, you know, Hall of Pretty Good. Yeah. Yep. So, but I also think, I mean, and I, and I've said this before, I think if you're going in, it's the WWE Hall of Fame. It's not the Wrestling Hall of Fame brought to you by WWE. You need to have a Hall of Fame career in the WWE for me. Somebody, no offense, somebody like Ric Flair. If you take just his WWE accomplishments, he's brutalized with the mainstream theater. Yep. You know, there's several that are in that are in because of their wrestling career that may have been part of WWE for a day or something. And why why are they in the WWE Hall of Fame? Right. I just uh I just want to make you know, make this mention. I was going to mention it earlier, but it completely slipped my mind. And then when Greg mentioned Ric Flair, it brought up the the, the thought of the Horsemen. Um, our condolences go out to Double A Arn Anderson, uh, Arn Anderson's oldest son Bennett, has passed away at the age of 37. Um, I don't know what role he played in wrestling, or if he was any kind of wrestler. But he was the son of Arn Anderson, and our thoughts and prayers go out to Arn and his family at this time. Does Arn have a child or sibling or whatever in AEW? Yeah, Brock. Yeah, his name is Brock. Yeah, Brock Anderson. Okay. Richard Hagen is watching. Thanks for tuning in, Rich. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I didn't get any um, information as to what happened to him or anything, but um, he has passed away at the age of 37. So, like I said, our our condolences and our thoughts and prayers go out to the family of Double A Arn Anderson. No. We're just uh, like I said, we're on the road to WrestleMania. We're looking forward to. Seeing the two-night extravaganza again, I know I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'll be uh, I'll be checking it out with my best buddy that weekend, the Nugster. So we're going to definitely have a, a great time watching WrestleMania and definitely have a great time talking about the matches. So you guys got anything else you want to add? Yeah, no, well, don't yep. say anything here. It just says the Anderson House on Twitter that it's so Eric passed away the night before um, at age 37, so apparently his son passed away on March 11th. Okay. Um, doesn't say anything more than just that. Yep. Um, but, DJ, anything else you want to add? I got none. Doug? Uh, maybe I'm Okay. So just uh, yeah. So that that time of year with WrestleMania right around the corner. My my Super Bowl, so to speak. So. Yep. Yeah. Further details regarding his death, his passing. Happened at least. I mean, unfortunately, this day and age, um, when you hear somebody that young dying, um, that wasn't reportedly sick or anything. She thinks pop in the head, drugs, or shot. Um, some type of altercation. I don't know anything about it. What type of what was said something. And then when they say, you know, passing has been revealed well then you kind of you know unfortunately you try to put your first two together to get live and automatically Lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. 
In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.